Okay. So, uh, you know, I already mentioned last night that giving, uh, you know, giving a shear on Tishabov is a little bit, it, it's challenging. It's challenging uh, for a number of reasons. But uh, the main reason is because it's like you're limited with what you're allowed to say, what you're not allowed to say. So I'm going to use the, the same trick that I used last night. The Iker Avoid right now is to find some Nechama. And the Iker, one that we have to comfort, is not ourselves, we can handle, we need to comfort the Shechina. And, uh, and the, the, shechina, the language the shechina, the, the shechina is familiar with is language of Torah. So we have to say some words of Torah, something, in order to give a little bit of a Nechama to the Neshama, to, to the Shechina Akhtayshin. And a lot of tzaddikim, what they would what they do is, and I'm not comparing myself, but they would, what they would do is they would say, basically they would say Tyra, you know, and they would just say, it's a, it's a tefillah, we're saying it is tefillah. So, throwing all that in, with also trying to be conscious to hold back a little bit, so, position, uh, you know, v'hurachum. Okay, so, so, uh, so it's like this, we know the Tishabah afternoon, especially getting close, we can put on Talos and Tefillin, so the avoid is to find nechama, is to have nechama. Now, the, the, what, what makes it extremely strange is that we would assume that the time for nechama and the time for avelus, which we would assume that avelus, the, right, the morning and the comfort, are opposites from each other, they should be in different times. They should be at different times. So we find that, so for example, a lane of person uh, loses a relative, so they, they're, they're sitting, they're, they're, they're novel, so there's an Indian of being menachem comforting the person. But that's already, even though it's at the same time, so the person is an oval and then they're being comforted, okay, that's not so difficult to understand because we're two different people. The oval has his responsibility or she has her responsibility to, you know, to mourn and other people have the responsibility to try to comfort. But the same person, and so even though, so because it's two separate people, two different obligations, so they don't always have to be on the same page. But we're talking about the same person on Tisha B'Av, the same chiv that we have to continue mourning, albeit it's a little bit lighter, so we're sitting on chairs, but there's still a chiv of avelus. And the same people have the chiv to be comforted. So how does that make sense? So it must be, on some levels, you have to figure this out, it must be that the, the comfort of Tishabov is somehow contained in the avelus itself. And the hanhaga of avelus, the, 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 what, 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 the pain that we are trying to give expression to, Antishabov, contained within that is, is the comfort to the extent that we don't have to necessarily remove that in order to feel the Nechama. Right, so that's we have to figure that out. Okay, number one, Aleph, base. Uh, when it comes to, when it comes to the month of Av, the month of Av, so we know there's a uh, well-known principle, Masefi Yitzir, the book of creation, that every single month has a letter in the Aleph, base that's related to it. So, and to identify the month and to understand the penimus of that month, you understand the penimus of that letter. So what's the letter of the month of Av? So Sefer Yitzir says, Himlech ois tes ba'av. That the letter tes is shining, is, is the melech in the month of Av. And that's of all days, the month of Av, tes ba'av, the ninth of Av, the letter tes of the month that, that itself is a letter tes. So that's the site of the month of Av, is the letter tes. What's the secret of the letter tes? So the Zohar Kaddish says in many places that the secret of the letter tes is Tuve gun is begave. The letter test, if you can imagine the shape of it, is it's like a clee, where the end of the clee is like inverted, sort of tilted towards within, like like pointing to something inside. Tuve gun is begave. The secret of the letter test is that it looks empty, it looks empty, but tuve gun is begave. There's a toy, there's a goodness that's contained within it, that's hidden within it. Now, that word that the Zarkadish uses to describe the letter test, which is tuve gun is begave. Its goodness is contained within it. We another piece of the puzzle is understanding what the word good means. Tuve ganes begave. There's a principle in the Swarak Daishin, Ratzadik, and I've quoted this many, many times, that Ratzadik uh, writes, Ratzadik writes that if you understand, you want to understand the shirish of something, you have to go back to its origin. To understand the, the, the truth of something, you have to go back to its origin. And so words are like the concepts are like that. So the first time that we have in Chumash that the word Taiv is ever said, the first day of creation, the Rabbanu Shalom, Yerim Lekim Yehi Ar, Vayi He Ar, Vayar Lekim Es Arki Taiv. So it means that the word Taiv is associated with light. Now, by the way, not any light, but the light of the first day of creation, as I mentioned many times, that light was not the sun, not the moon. This is talking about, Chazal describe it as the Ar Haganas, the light that shone from one end of the universe to the other. 
from one, from one, a person gazing in that light, that's the language of Chazal, gazing in that light, you'd see from one end of the universe to the other. That's the light that is used, that the root of the word Taiv is connected to. And so going back, with the letter Tess, if the Zara Kodesh tells us the letter Tess is Tuve Gun is Begaveh, that goodness is contained within it, what is the goodness? So all goodness, the, the root of good, is that hidden light. Now this becomes extremely ironic. If the month of Av is connected with letter Tess, that means you're telling me that Tuve Gun is Begaveh, that the light being described as the first day of creation is contained within the letter Tess, and by extension, the month of Av. Now this is very ironic because if anything, the month of Av, which is the month of Golas, Golas is described as Choyshech, not Or. We're placed in darkness like those that have died. That's what the Pasuk says in Eichah. So Golas is described as the opposite of light. So this is very ironic. The month of Av, which is the month of Golas, which is described as darkness, is rooted with the letter Tess, which means Tuve, that the light, which is such an intense light from one end of the universe to the other, is hidden within it. So how do you have such a metzias that the greatest light of all is hidden within that which is the opposite of light, the darkness itself? Again, hinting to going back to what we started with, somehow being able to find the Nechama within Avelis. Because the light of creation is contained within the darkness of Golas. So you have to figure that out. What does that mean? How does that work? <clears throat> to bring a little bit more down to earth without explaining things. But there's a, there's a few famous lines from our tzaddik. In Parshas Vayechi and Pritzadik, so Tzadik, uh, the beginning of Parshas Vayechi, is talking about the uh, phenomenon, the historical phenomenon that uh, most of our years are spent in Golis so far. And he says like this, and He's talking about the context, is he's talking about Chazal say that Yaakov, you know, his greatest years were his last 17 years in, uh, in Mitzrayim. Which is also related to this, 17 is Begmatria Taif. And Dafka of all places in Mitzrayim, that's where Yaakovinu experiences the toiv, right? connected to that toiv of the first day of creation, the light of creation, Dafka in the darkness of Mitzrayim. So Ratzavik says like this, This is hinting to us the following Indian, that our hearts should not melt, that we're in the last generations before Mashiach, and we find this phenomenon of Yeridus Hadaris, every generation, the Nishamis, of the collective generation become smaller. So he says, What we find, we find what happened to our ancestors, that in Golis, that's where they reached their greatest Kedusha. Yaakov began with that, with Yaakov, that his greatest years were Davke and Mitzrayim. And he suddenly goes on to talk about Tama Bavli is in Golis, more tzaddik, Chazal says such a lotion, they're more tzaddikim, and obviously it means, it mean, you know, there's more time in Golis, but it means proportionally. There's, there's more tzaddikim that were produced in Golis than there were produced during the times of the Beis HaMikdash. But Daika B'Golis, Davka and Golis, Agil Chol HaKadushas, Kali reached all the Kadushas that we reached. Kikein Ratzan Hashem Yisbrach, that's the Ratzan of Hashem. V'Shamati B'Shem Arav, HaKadosh B'Shizcha, and he quotes from the Rabbudim from Shizcha, Sha'av Sha'anafashis, Miskat Nebuchadnezzar, even though the Neshamas get smaller, there is a quality of the heart in the Kudush that becomes more purified as time goes on. In other words, this phenomenon of there being the light hidden within the darkness, this is true, Rav Tzaddik is pointing out on a collective level, that somehow historically throughout Golas, despite the fact that it seemed, the darkness seems to increase, nevertheless, what we've accomplished and levels of Kedusha that we've reached collectively it doesn't seem to fit with the darkness that's surrounding us, indicating that there's some sort of light contained within that darkness. That's true, says Ratzadik Mechlal, and that's true, Bifrat. Every single Yid, says Ratzadik, as the generations grow darker and darker and smaller and smaller, tu vegan is begave. There's more type. There's a, a, a deeper light that's that's even more pronounced as the generations go on. The Kudush of Lev becomes more and more pure as the time goes on. Okay, since we have to figure this out. Again, so, again, what is the Nechama that we can feel on Tishabah proper? Not just after Tishabah, but on Tishabah proper. And what is this Indian that the month of Av is connected with the letter Tess, which means that despite the darkness, or maybe because of the darkness, so there's a Tuve Ganes there's a light, there's a goodness that's contained within that. So what does that mean? What does that tell us about Tisha B'Av? And 
And what is this, and how does that, you know, sort of reflect within the person that there's a Nekudah Shebelev, the point of the heart becomes more purified. And that goodness, that Nekudah Shebelev, doesn't seem to uh, care too much about the darkness that surrounds it. Okay, so to figure this out. Okay. Let's put all that to the side. There's a, there's a well-known Gemara in Gidden. The Gemara in Gidden, on Daf Samach Tesimah so it tells us the following thing. It's a well-known Gemara. The Gemara says like this. Also, Maisha Amar, Maisha Rabbeinu, and Chumash, it's recorded, that Maisha Rabbeinu says about Hashem, that Hashem is HaKel, HaGadol, HaGibar, V'Hanayra. Right? So Hashem is great and powerful and awesome. That's how Maisha Rabbeinu describes Hashem. Gadol, HaGibar, V'Hanayra. Also, Yermia, and it's interesting, we'll see this soon, but Maisha Rabbeinu begins this description of Hashem, HaGadol, HaGibar, V'Hanayra, with the word hakel, hakel agad liyivanar. That's from Shmuel Esri. Asa yirmi of Amr. So that was a pasuk. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu says. Asa yirmi of Amr. Later generations, yirmi Anavi comes, and yirmi Anavi foresees the destru- destru- destruction of the first base of Mikdash. Vamer, he says, Nachar mekarikarin beichale. Goyim are dancing around in the base of Mikdash. Ayin araisav. Where's the awesomeness of Hashem? Lo yamer noira. So yirmi stops saying noira. So we'd say Akel Hagadol Hagibar, but not Noir. Also, Daniel Omar, Daniel later on already says he adds to it. He says Nachar Mishtabdim Bevanav Goyim are subjugating Hashem's children. Ayigvaroisav, where's Hashem's strength? Loyamar Gibar. So he stops saying Gibar. So that's what they did. So as as they saw deeper and deeper the darkness of Golas, they started taking away these descriptions of Hagadol Gibar Noir. So the Gemara says that comes the body of Anshe Knesset Doyla, right? The leaders of the Jewish people after the destruction of the first base of Migdash, bringing us into the second, what they are called Anshe Knesset Doyla, the men of the great assembly. And they say, they came and they said, Adrab, quite the opposite. That's the strength of Hashem. That he holds himself back from, from taking vengeance against the Goyim, that's his Gvura. And that's the awesomeness of Hashem. If it wasn't for Hashem's awesomeness, how could one nation survive amongst the Gal, amongst the eggs, amongst the nations of the world? So that's Hashem's strength. That's Hashem's kavur. That's Hashem's awesomeness. Adra, Chazal say because of this, that because of this teaching of the Ashrek Nesak Daila, they were able to reestablish in Shman Esrei the words that Kel Agadol Agiv Vainor that Moshe Rabbeinu said. And the Gemara says, where they get the name of men of the great assembly. So on a simple level, they're called that because the average highest body, highest court by us is the Sanhedrin, which is 70, 71. But the Ashrei Kazo was 120, 120 members. But says Rishuv and Levi, on a deeper level, they were called the men of the great assembly, because of this tire, this Indian. Uh, they, they return the crown to its original glory. That's the Lashon of the Gemara. That's Lashon of Shuvah Levi. That by them saying this Indian of Heinein Groisav, Heinein Neroisav, they were able to, be, to, to return Hashem's crown and were able to reestablish the words right? And that's why they're called the men of the great assembly. Okay, so there's a number of, of questions. That's why the Gemara goes on to say, it's just good to know, the Gemara says, uh, Zagmar says, how could Yirmiyo, Anovi, and Daniel come and take away words from Shemesri? Maisha said it. They come later and then they take it away. So, Omar Belazar said, because they know the Rabbani Shalom is honest and real, but they didn't want to say anything that they didn't really mean. So in Shemesri, you know, they couldn't bring themselves to say the words because it didn't mean, it didn't resonate as true to them. And so they couldn't say it until the Asher Gazayla came and said this var to no, 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 that's Hashem's strength, that's Hashem's gevur, that we survive in Golis, that's the greatest thing of all. So they're able to return the Nusach, Anshik Nezagda. Okay, so a number of questions. First of all, what exactly is the big Chiddush that you need Anshik Nezagda to come up with? To be Machadish this, Yermiel couldn't figure that out, Daniel couldn't figure that out. You need Anshik Zod to come up with this idea that no, 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 Hashem is still strong and still powerful because we survive, we survive. That's how Hashem's strength is expressing itself. That's, why is that such a chiddish? You need Anshik Zod to And second of all, fine, they came up with that idea. But why, why would they be given that title of Anshik Nes in particular? Like, what is, like you would think if that's the reason 
that somehow the, the words, the title they were given, the men of the great assembly would indicate this. There, there's no way any person hearing that title, men of the great assembly, would, would ever get to this point, that, there's a, that they returned the Nusach Monastery to its formal glory. What is that? So what, what, what is this ending of returning the, the, the words of Shmonesrei, like Moshe Rabbeinu said it, why is that described? Why are they given the title of Anshanek because of that? Okay. So we have to go back. We have to go a little bit early. What is the, what's the root of Gullus? Where does, where does old Gullus really begin? Okay, so you can say, you know, the, the first Gullus was Mitzrayim. Yeah, you go even earlier, the first Gullus was maybe uh, Kayan, you know, maybe Adam being kicked out The root of Gullus goes way before even when Chumash begins. The root of Gullus, this is where it gets a little bit tricky to talk about this in Tishabov, I'm not sure, but like I said, So the root of Gullus really begins from the first opening Torah that we find, one of the first opening Torahs that we find from the Rizal. This is the origin of Golas. And the term I'm sure many of you are familiar with, the origin of Golas is a, is a phenomenon that, that, that really, in a certain sense, creation starts from, and that's called Simpson, the constriction. What does that mean? So I'll just share with you a few lines from the Ariya Kaddish. Da, so Rizal says, beginning of before things were created. So before creation began, there was just uh, an exalted light of Hashem, the Ein Saif, the infinite light of Hashem, filling all of reality. There was no empty space. There was no space outside of Hashem. Everything was full of that infinite, simple, one light. And so there's no room for anything. So Rabbi Hashem has to begin to create. What the Rabbi Hashem does, again, these are the words, the Rabbi Hashem constricts himself constricts himself. Hashem constricts his light and by doing so creates sort of, if you imagine like in the center of this infinite uh, space, an em- a sphere of just nothing, just an empty sphere, a place that things can be created, things that can, that can fill that empty space. In other words, v'aznisham akimpanu. And the Rizal goes on to say, And in that empty sphere that the Rabbani Shalom just emptied out from this ocean of infinite light, now everything is created. Now, now Bresh is Barlikin, in that emptiness. So the way that Rizal describes, again, you know, like I mentioned a few, night, a, few, a few nights ago by the Rizal's yard site and so on, that all the Kisvi Aritzul are Marshall to a Nimshal. And so this is what we're going to try to do this afternoon a little bit, to chap the Nimshal. What is the Nimshal of this? But the Marshall that the Rizal said is again this idea that the first step of creation was that's the words of the, of the Rizal of the, of the Rabbani Shloilam constricting or with, withdrawing himself pulling himself so to speak back you know pushing himself against the corner you know against the wall to make an empty space in the middle to allow there for, to be room for there to be creation good, good things bad things things in the middle but everything that uh, from the highest worlds to the lowest worlds all is within that empty sphere that the Rabbani Shloilam created by Kivyal, the words are by pulling himself back. This is the side, again, this is familiar, I'm sure, to most of you, the little Chazara. This is the side of what the Gemara says, what Chazal say, Rashi brings down in, 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 in Parshas Bracious, that when the Rabbanishon created the world, Mitchila al Machshavtai, the Rabbanishon were first planned on creating the world, Midas Hadin, with the with Midas Hadin, with, with judgment. Rosh and Skylam, we saw the world would not be sustained by that, so Shitif Ima Midas Rachman. The opening line of that Rashi, that Chazal, that the Rabbani Shalom wanted to create the world, that's this description. That's, that's the Tzimtzum. That's the Tzimtzum. That's the Rabbani Shalom, the first step of creation. In other words, based on the mushal, taking the mushal at face value, without infusing a nimshal in it, and without find, finding the nimshal through it, just the mushal itself, this establishes that the first act of creation was an act of removal, of, of constriction, of taking a step back of taking a step back. And this is what Chazal is describing as the Rabbanu Shalom planned on creating the world. What does Midas Adin mean? Midas Adin means to remove, to remove. The guy, the, you know, Chesed means to give. Midas Adin means I'm going to hold back. So Midas Adin means a siluk, it means a withdrawal. This root, this experience, 
this most fundamental and most elemental step of creation itself, that's where Gullus starts from. That's the beginning of Gullus. That's the beginning of Gullus. Because what is Gullus? Gullus, on, on its most basic level, is taking people out of where they're supposed to be. <laughs> that's, that's what Gullus is, right? It's supposed to be an artsy straw, whatever, so now we're withdrawing you. Adam being withdrawn from Ganeidin, Cain being taken out of his home, everything being taken away from its original spot. In its spot, it flourishes, it's able to be itself. You're taken out of your spot, so wherever you're now put, if it's not your, not your origin, it's not your, your home, then even within yourself, you're, there's a constriction, right? When you, when you get home, so, I mean, none of you have your shoes on now, but when you get home, even if you would wear your shoes, you take your shoes off, right? Because you'd be comfortable, you could take your coat, you could take your jacket, you could, you, you could be yourself. You could be yourself, maybe not too much, but you could, you could be yourself, right? So that's what it means to be at home. When you're not at home, then there is, in other words, this idea of constriction, the person is taken out of his home, but then even within the person, there's a constriction. So there's the, 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 the very root of creation, the very first step of creation is this process of tzimtzum, which means a constriction. That's the origin of Golas. Now this is very problematic because this, you know, the, the, you know, Chazal say that when Yaakov Inu has the dream of the ladder, right? So he sees Malachim, Malachim, Oilim, Viyardim, by so Chazal say in the Medrash that he sees, that he sees, uh, he has a vision of, of the future exiles, the, the Malachim in charge of different nations, and he sees the Malach of Esav, right? And so it keeps on going. He can't, he can't foresee an end to it. Why is it? Why can't, why can't he see an end to it? Because it's, it's just very long. That's something you have to think deeper than that. We're, we're talking about a prophetic experience, right? We're talking about Nevoah. In Nevoah, it's not a matter of like, you know, it's just really schleppy. The, 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 you, you know, in that, in that dimension that Yaakov is connecting himself to in Nevoah, time is inconsequential. It's not a matter of like, you know, it took a thousand years, it's supposed to only be 500 years. It's, it's the whole thing of time. When Yaakov Avinu is shocked by the length of time, it's not just a matter of length of time, he conceptually, he can't see an end to it. Do you know why Yaakov you know, can't see an end to Golas? It's because the root of Golas is the very foundation of creation. How, how, how could there be an end to Golas? To end Golas, truthfully, means to undo Tzimtzum. Well, you can't undo Tzimtzum because that undoes creation. So if, 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 so if Tzimtzum is the very bedrock of creation, that means Golas is the very bedrock of creation. Well, it, it kind of makes sense if you think about it. Like I mentioned before, most of our people's history was in Gullahs. So we think of that as like a shocking thing. Wouldn't it make sense that it would be the opposite? But if you think about it, no, the very root of creation is Stimson. The, the very bet, everything is, the starting point of everything is something that was, that's, that's homeless. Something that's being taken away from its home. That, that sphere was full of divine light and now it's empty. So, that, so that, that's the root of creation. That's where, that's, that's where Gullus begins. Everything starts from there, and everything is therefore limited to where it, where it starts off as. It's, so Gullus, Gullus should make a lot of sense. So Yaakov doesn't see an end to it. The levels of Gullus. Of course there's levels of Gullus. There's levels to Tzimtzum also. When, you know, in that description I just said, it's, it's, it's oversimplifying it, it is Tishabav at the end of the day. But, you know, but, but that... that by the Mekubalim, you have to understand that... Okay, this is already... Right, the point... In parentheses, when you when you go down that, it's not a black hole. Black holes are actually extremely dense, but full of somethingness. But uh, in this empty space, that you, it becomes it becomes emptier and emptier as you go down. That that's why, that's that's the phenomenon of history as well. <clears throat> so this is the problem. So you understand that this is the, this is the basic problem with Gullus. How could Gullus end? And this is Yaakovinus' problem. You can't see the end of Gullus because Gullus is rooted in its very in the very beginning of creation. So let's go back. I said in the beginning, I, I mentioned before that, that, that this idea of tzimtzum, that the result describes the mushal, that the result describes, is hinted to in, the, in that, that Rashi. And the Rabbani Shal wanted to create the rule of Midasaddin. So one second. He wanted to create the rule of Midasaddin? I thought he did create the rule of Midasaddin. If Midasaddin is this concept of tzimtzum, of restriction, of constriction, and the bedrock of creation is Golas, what do you mean? He wanted, that is how he created the world. Now you need the nimshal. So who is the nimshal? So I mentioned by the yard site of the Varia Kaddish that the nimshal, the Rizal himself, we weren't zaychet to hear the nimshal from the Rizal himself. He was nostalgic too early. But uh, the Rabbanu Shem sent neshamas into the world in later generations to reveal to us the nimshal. And uh, of, of among, among the tzaddikim that revealed to us the nimshal was the Baal Shem Tev. And the Baal Shem Tev, the greatest... The greatest problem that needs to be solved 
is this Indian of Tzimtzum. Because until you solve this problem, Mashiach is, Gula is, is almost an impossibility. It's like a, it's a nace. But uh, we don't want to rely on miracles like that. So here, here again, if the bet, if, if the fund, if, if, if Tzimtzum is Kipshuta, you know what I'm saying? If, if you take the marshal literally, the, the first step of creation is a withdrawal, that means the beginning of creation is Gaulus. And the, and the foundation of creation is Gaulus. So you can't end it. The Rabbani Shalom sent Mashiach, uh, sent the Valshantov into the world, as we know. That Tarsa Valshantov is here to pave the way for Mashiach. And part of the paving the way of Mashiach is to introduce us to the Nimshal of the Kisveri. And Befrat Befrat, the Nimshal, this Indian of Simpson. So let's explain how the Valshantov reorients ourselves to see what Simpson means. So this is the Torah that we don't find. I've mentioned this idea before, but we'll say it uh, in full right now. There's a, we don't necessarily find this. I don't know if we, if we have this attributed to the Balshentov himself, but it's, it's once you see it from, it was, it was said clearly by the Mizuchimagid, once you see it by Mizuchimagid, it becomes a foundation in all of Sefer Chasidis and all the ideas. So the Mizuchimagid said the following thing. This is, there's, a, there's a number of places where the Mizuchimagid is quoted as saying this. I'll give you a couple examples. <clears throat> in the same, we have a Sefer called Marm, it's a collection from Tyrus from the Mizuchimagid. So he says like this, Simsim Hashem Yisbrach Bihirase. So he first quotes this idea from Ariyah Kaddish, the idea of constriction. The Rabbani Shalom and Sim, simple words, Hashem, you know, withdraws. Hashem constricts. On a simple level, means he, again, he's constricting, he's pushing himself back, making space for everyone else, which is very nice, but cruel at the same time, because like we're, now we're stuck in Gaulus. So he's there, the, 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 the Mitzvah said like this, Simsim Hashem Yisbrach Kivyochlas Bihirase. The Rabbani Shalom constricted his light, there's an earth-shattering chiddush, and this changes everything. So the Mizrach Shemagid, the Simsum does not mean, chas v'shom, that the Rabbani Shom withdrew his light. As if to say, God is just as big as he always was. He's just not in this spot anymore. Said the Mizrach Shemagid, the secret of Simsum is, not that he constricted himself outside the empty space, but quite the opposite. The Rabbani Shom constricted himself in the empty space. The example that Mr. Chimaki gives is a father who constricts himself to deal with his child. So Mr. Chimaki gives a mushroom. It's a whole, it's, it's an amazing thing. It's a whole lengthy mushroom. Mr. Chimaki says, he says, let's say you have a kid. He gives a whole mushroom. I guess they, they had this in those days. He says like this, the father is a small kid. It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing that he used this mushroom in particular. The kid wants to, wants to take a stick and he wants to you know, ride on the stick as if he's riding a horse. Like one of those, back in the day, a stick horse, I guess, I don't know, whatever, go find a stick horse. So he's, he wants to play like that. And he says like this, and the message, it's an amazing thing, and Mizuchim like took this martial seriously. And he says that what the kid wants to do is, is narish, narish, narish. First of all, it's not a horse, olive. Bays, the, 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 what, even if... It's not the same as riding a horse. He says like this: because when you have a horse, the horse moves and you follow along the horse. I mean, you're in charge. You know, you tell it to go which way, but the the, the, the sus has its own kaifas to go, right? But what's the kid want? The, the, the stick is not a horse, and it's not even it's not even a horse. It's not even similar to a horse because the kid is the one doing everything. So what the kid wants is mamish bechlal demyoyimis. It's 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 complete lunacy. It doesn't make any sense on any level. It's bechlal not doyimit riding a horse. But the kid wants. So he says mikol makim. But the, the kid wants it, and the father loves his kid. So he does. He 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 buys a, the the stick horse for the son. But then the the zitzuragi goes on further. But then the kid doesn't want to play it by himself. The kid wants his father also to ride the horse with him. Now, it happens to be the, the, the father, the father's an Adam God, the father's a big masculine, you know, he's a big uh, chacham. And so, and so the, father, the kid asks the father, tati or daddy, whatever, I want you to buy, you, you should also have a horse, and we'll ride together. So now the father is himself, it's not a horse, olive. The whole thing is backwards. It's not even can a horse. And this is what I have to do. So the Mizrach Magid says, well, what is the father? So the father loves his kid, he's going to do it. But it's not enough, said the Mr. Chimagid, for the father to just go along and like get something. Because the kid's a smart kid. And he's going to pick up on the fact that his father's not really into it. So the father has to do something amazing. The father not only has to buy a stick horse for the son. And not only does the father have to buy a stick horse for himself now. But the father actually has to make himself enjoy it. The father has to actually make himself into a cotton 
to appreciate riding a stick horse. And only then will the kid be satisfied. So you, can you imagine the tzimtzum, the constriction that the father has to go through for this? You're talking about, you're talking about uh, taking a, an adult, not only an adult, the guy, you know, he could be a, a brilliant, whatever, you know, a big person, very far from this Indian. But he loves his son. And because of love for his son, he's going to constrict himself and to make himself like a kid. This is the marshal, this is the nimshal. So to the tzaddikim. So we think, oh, the kid's a, it's a little kid, a stick horse with a narish guy. We're also narish. We want to run the world, yeah? We want to run the world. The truth is, the world should be running us. The rabbinic should be in charge. We should be going along for the ride. Nah, but we're little kids. We want to be in charge. We want to have a stick. We want to, you know, we want to be the one controlling the horse where they go. And the Rebunish looks at us, ah, you're human, you're little, you're little kids, you don't know, you don't to, you're going to run the world, I'm going to give you the keys. But the kid, but the kid, but we say to Rebunish, we want to run the world. And Hashem says, you know what? Fine. But then the kid in the say to Rebunish, Rebunish, but we also want to run you. Like we, we want you to be part of this world that we're in charge of. And the Rebunish says, you know what? I love you so much, I'm going to do it. And the Kindlach say back to Rabbanu not only do we want to run the world, and not only do we want to be in charge even of you, but we want you to be like, like into it. So Rabbanu says, you know what? I'll be into it too. That's Simpson. That's Simpson. But Simpson is not, said the, said the Mizrach Jamagat, it's not a constriction. The Rabbanu is not, not pulling himself out, making an empty space. And like, yeah. the Rabbanu Shalom packaged himself and constricted himself to such, a, to such a small degree, so to speak, that while, that despite the fact that he's still God, and he's still infinite, but he's able to fit in such a small space, in, to such a, a place that we don't recognize his greatness. But the same intensity, see, this is the Nakuda. Mr. Chimaka goes on to say in this Moshe, that when the father constricts himself to mamish play with that kid, it's not the shot that the father like, leaves his adulthood behind. See, as, as, let me put it this way, the Mr. Chumagat explains, it's, it's, it's a fascinating marshal. Mr. Chumagat says that as you become an adult, so obviously what you like and what you enjoy changes from the time that you're a kid, but the intensity level of what you like also changes. Like kids, I mean, you can't, you know, on the outside kids cry and they scream and they get all excited. It's all very chitzanyistic. In two minutes they change moods. So that means even when they had the mood, it wasn't with real hiskashas. An adult... The meters that we have, what we're interested in changes, and the, the deepest kashas that we have to that Indian also is much, much stronger. That's why when something happens to us, if it's good, you know, it puts us in a good mood for, for hopefully a while. If something's negative, it puts us in a bad mood for a while because like, it wasn't just a passing thing. There's a deepest kashas there. Sedem is a chamagi, when the father is playing stick horse, is that what it's called, the stick horse? Is that what it's called? Okay, we'll go with that. I might be embarrassing myself, I'm not sure. So and when the father plays stick horse with the son, so it's not the shot that he's, he's going back to being a child. No, he's taking, he, and this is what the father has to do. He has to take the same intensity of who he is as an adult and put that in the package of a child. That, and not only is that unbelievable serious nefesh, but the Mizrach Shemaka goes on to say that this is in truth a, first of all, a unbelievable simon of love. Because like Chazal say, that the great simon of love, how you know someone loves you, is whether they're willing to be Mizrach Nefesh for you. If they're willing to sacrifice for you, that's a simon of love. That's a good indicator that they really care about you, if they're willing to sacrifice. And because of love, even something big can fit in a tinier space. That's what Simpson is. Something very, very big, forcing itself to fit in a tiny space. And, and said, the, and, and this is a, a very, very deep side in, 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 in Chesidus and Pirimia Satyra, that the truth is, in order to force the Simpson, in order to force something very, very big into a tiny space, then, the, the, then what was, what's compelling that must be even stronger than the thing being forced into a tiny space. In other words, another muscle that Sivir Chassidus used, if you have two people wrestling with each other, right, the, the stronger one is the one that pins the other one down. Right? Ezo gibor hakoivish is Yitzray. Hakoivish is Yitzray. If you're able to subdue. So the Rabbani Shloilam 
The Rabbanu Shleilam is, so let's put it this way. Give, go back to the Mashal. The father's very big, right? Imagine the father's very big. And he has to now constrict his intellect, his emotions, his, his, enti- his everything into a very small experience called riding a stuck horse with his son. When that happens, what, what, is, what is allowing that? What's, what's forcing that simsum? What's forcing that simsum is that something even deeper is emerging from the father that's even deeper and more powerful than his intellect and his uh, career and his all these inyanim. What's, even, what's the deepest part that's emerging is the love for his son. And that love that he has from his son, which is so, so primordial, it's so raw, is stronger than even his dignity, even his covenant. And at the same time, as he's riding the horse, he's like, I hope no one catches me and you know, puts me on their status. You know what I mean? But he's still willing to take the risk. He's still willing to take the risk. Why? Because the love that he has for his son is an expression of something deeper within him than his career, than his COVID, than his cheshbainis. So when you, so, so when you have the Rabbanu Shleilam, in, see, what's an amazing thing, in the mashal, in the language of the mashal, which is the kisveri, the highest level that Rizal talks about, the first, like the opening scene that the Rizal opens up with, as far as like how high you can reach in the story of the Rabbanu Shleilam, is Arain Saif, the infinite light of God. But you know, there's a, a very important teaching we find by the Mekubala, and the Leshem talks about this a lot, that even the Arain Saif, even the infinite light of Hashem, is not Hashem himself. So, what is tzimtzum? Tzimtzum is not a, not a removal of the infinite light making space for the world. It's the entirety of the infinite light being constricted into that small space. But when that happens, first of all, it's a simon of Hashem's intense love for us. But much deeper than that, it's a giloi, it's a revelation that there's something, uh, it's a revelation of God Himself. Because just like with the Father, that his career and his chishbainis and his godless and all that stuff, that's, what, there's, there's, there's an essence, so to speak, that's compelling all that to fit in a small package called riding a stick horse. And so too it is with God. There's an essence that's compelling, the Rabbani, that, that the Rabbani Shalom is, uh, I can't say the word compelling, the Rabbani Shalom has chosen to be compelled by to take his infinite light and constrict it into a small space. In other words, this Indian of Tzimtzum not only says, this new, this new packaging, not only says that in the empty space you can find the same light as you always found. It's just in a smaller package. But it also says much deeply is that the force that has now been revealed through this experience is a much deeper force than even the infinite light itself. Just like with the Father. To force the Father to become small has to... There's something bubbling up in the Father that's bigger than his career and bigger than his greatness. And that's the, his, the essential connection he has to his son. In other words, in the language of Hasidus, this is what's taught, is that this re, the reorientation of what Simsa means is not only the fact that now we have this idea that the infinite light of Hashem didn't go anywhere, it's just being forced into a smaller space, but we also have now the revelation of what's called Atzmias, the essence of the Rabbanu something even deeper than the infinite light. Because only now that there's something deeper than the infinite light, now the infinite light can be pushed by a force that's deeper than it. Just like the Father, forcing his greatness to be constricted into a small experience is because there's a deeper part of himself called the love of his son for, forcing that. So there's even something deeper than the infinite light of Hashem that's called Hashem himself. And this is the secret. This is what Teresa Hasidus comes to the world. And this is the great, the great gift that's called the Baal Shem Tev, to reveal to us to give us the nimshal. And once the nimshal is given to the mashal of Kisveri, then everything changes. Let's go back. This is the meaning of what Chazal say. The Rabbanu Shalom, Allah b'machshav The Rabbanu Shalom thought to create the Rabbanu That means the mashal of Tzimtzum. But he saw the world would not be sustained by that. It couldn't go on like that because if the mashal was, was kipshutai, and the marshal would be taken at face value, then everything would just be an ongoing long story of Golas, and there would never be an end to it. So, Shitif Imai Midas Harachimim. So, the Rabbanu Shalom rather created the world with Midas Harachimim. He infused within the marshal the truth of the Nimshal. And that's what Rachimim is. What's Rachimim? 
See, Rachamim is different. You know, there's a meat of chesed, right? So chesed means to give. But chesed, but, but, but you know, but chesed, like Avram Avinu, right? He's the pillar of chesed, right? He's standing outside of his tent and he's just looking for people to give to. That's a beautiful thing. But it doesn't make a difference who he's giving to. Which means there's no real deep hiskashras between the giver and the receiver because it's just, you know, just, you know, it's just a rotating line of people that I'm giving to. What's Rachamim? Rachamim means giving of yourself. That's what Rachamim means. Rachamim means that you see someone and he's Ma'ayur Rachamim. It means that you see yourself in the person, the person sees a, sees a piece of himself in you. That's why Rachamim comes from the word Racham. That, that, that's the word, the, the womb. Like that, 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 that's, that's, that's where we come from, is that womb. Rachim also is, is 248, which is the same the amount of limbs that we have. In other words, it, it's, it's a word that means iskashas. Shitif imis rachim, means chazal, the secret that chazal revealing to us is that the secret of creation was not simson kipshutai, but it's simson shaloi kipshutai. In this way of the balshemtiv, which is adarabah v'adarabah, everything being, being put in that small space. This is, the, this is the secret. Let's go back. We, st- we, we mentioned the Gemara. The Gemara says, with the Anshik Nesak Doyla. It's getting late. Anshik Nesak Doyla, yeah? The men of the great assembly. Yirmiya Novi. We'll tie it all together now. Yirmiya Novi and Daniel. Maisha Rabbeinu says, Akel HaGadol Givvanoir. And Yirmiya says, Daniel says, eh, Where's their bunch of strength? Now we're in Golis. We've been taken out of Golis. In other words, I mentioned before, Maisha Rabbeinu's opening line that he says is, Akel HaGadol Givvanoir. Hakel. Why of all names Akel? So the word Kel, by the Mekubal, the word Kel, the name Kel, is always associated with that infinite light of creation. Chesed Kel Kol Hayoyim. Chesed Kel Kol Hayoyim is, is Nohered Ozlan Kul Almin, the Gemara says, the, the Zara says, a light that goes from all creation. That's the name Kel. Kel means the infinite light that was, that, that, that everything started from. And Daniel and Yirmiya are saying, but that infinite light is gone. Now there's Golis. And Golis means there's no Gavur Hashem and there's no Neuer of Hashem. Now we're just, it's, Hashem's watching us, of course. It means they, they knew, yes, Hashem's watching and He's taking care of us. But, but Hakel HaGadol Givai Neuer, that there should be a revelation of infinite light of Hashem. Hakel HaGadol Givai Neuer, Ayi Givaraisev, Ayi Neuraisev, it's gone. Come the Anshik Nesak Doyla. And the Anshik Nesak Doyla say an unbelievable sight. What they're saying is, this is the side of Tzimtzum according to the Baal Shem Tov. What the Ashik Zavad are revealing is that Tzimtzum is Shalai Kibshuta. Adraba, Hain Hain Gvuroisav, Hain Hain Neuroisav. The same infinite light of God that Moshe Rabbeinu was describing with Hakel, HaGad Lagivai Neura, that all the more, Adraba, it even more exists in Gauls. The fact that, that, there, that there could be an experience that's called Hashgacha Pratis, that you could find like a, a you know, a, a spark during the day where the Rabbanishal like, you know, gives you a wink and things work out and, you know, uh, things worked out to show that Hashem is watching you. That's not, that's not Hashem watching you from the other side of this empty sphere. That, that's coming in contact with Ein Saif. And Adrava, the fact that the Rabbani Shalom is willing to constrict himself to such a small space and to play uh, stick horse with you and to say, you know what, buddy, you'll run the world and you'll run me and I'll be happy about it. That, that's, that, that not, not only... Not only does that mean that you still are in as much contact with the infinite light as you always were, but it means that there's, a, there's an essence of God that's even more at play. And there's an ahava that Hashem is expressing to you that's even deeper than ever before. Hein hein v'roisev, hein hein This is the secret of that name, Anshe Knesses Hagdaila. It's an oxymoron. Knesses means something that's gathered in something in a small, in a small space. In other words... A gathering, I mean, it could be a big gathering, but at the end of the day, it's a gathering. Gathering means you take things that are spread out and you put it in one spot. Gedoyla, l'chashem ha-gedula v'ha-gevura, gedula in Tanakh always means something that keeps on going forever. Gedula means hispashtas. Anshe kineses ha The men of the great assembly means that the secret of Anshe Gedoyla is that that which is ha that which is Mispashet, that which is by its very nature infinite and ongoing, the R ain't saif, Kinesia, has been gathered in a small space. That's the secret of Ashik And this is what Ashik came to us, and they give us the tools to handle Gulf. Everyone knows the first mission of Perkyavis, right? Mashiach Kibotar Messinai, Masar Yeshua, Yeshua is a Kanim, it was a Kanim, Ashik Nesakdal, Ashik Zakdaila, 
they are the ones that give us the way to orient ourselves in Gaulas. Because they were the first ones to really experience Gaulas and to lead us in Gaulas. And they give us the keys to understand life in Gaulas. And that's the transition, by the way, from Tarsh Shavach of the written Tar, which is Gula, which is based on Migdash, to Tarsh Shavach which is all concealed. And what is Tarsh Shavach is the same thing. Tarsh Shavach is, 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 is a divine uh, stick horse game. The Rabbanishim was li- literally giving us the keys to the car. We say, we want to come up with our own ideas in Tyra, which, which controls our lives. And Hashem says, you know, fine. And we have, no, but we want, we want it to be true even by you, Hashem. It's also fine. And we want you to be happy about it. It's also gesundheit. It's mamish. Tarsh Balpeh, the only way, the, the only way to understand Tarsh Balpeh properly is with this understanding of the Baal Shem of Tzimtzum. Otherwise, then what is it? Like, I understand if Tyra means Hashem's will and Hashem's light, so if Hashem's telling me something, I get it. But if me coming up with ideas, I'm, I'm a small little human brain with uh, all sorts of uh, inyanim. I'm coming up with Tyra. I thought Tyra is divine wisdom. How could divine wisdom fit in a little uh, piece of flesh? That's the symptom of the Baal Shanta. And the Asher against Hagdoyla are the ones that give us the keys to Tarsh Peh, and they therefore have to be the ones to give us the secret of what? Of that even in Golis you should be able to say, just like Maisha Rabbeinu, Tarsh just like Maisha, HaKel HaGadol Gibba and this is what it says in Pirkei Yavis, right? What do they say? Three things, very, very quickly. Have Masun and Bedin, to be patient in judgment, not to rush to, uh, to Paskin quick. Take your time. Asus Yagla Taira, make Darabonans, right? Make uh, protective measures for Taira. Hamidu Tomidim Harbe, make a lot of Tomidim, right? So very, very quickly, because it's already getting late. Very quickly. What's the secret of all those? All those three Inyanim are pointing to the same Nakuda, which is there's more... There's more to this small little experience that you have in front of you, this small little, uh, you know, Reuven and Shimon fighting in front of Bezdin. Or, a gullus moment, a, mo- a moment of, of an empty space, there's more to it than you realize. Having a Sunabidin, be patient. Don't judge it by its cover. What you look at on the outside is an empty space. Don't judge it like that. Be patient. Understand there's something cooking inside. And what's inside is infinite. And because of that, when you have the patience and you're able to discover the light that's contained in that particular very small package, Asus Yagla you'll come up with, with even more You'll come up with even more stuff. So you have one mitzvah that's called like uh, eat, meat and milk. And in Chumash, it's a, it's a few psukim, you know, one sen- a sentence a few times, you know, and also with the lens of Tarsh Bal Peh and with patience. Whoa, well, I mean, it's a, an ocean comes out of it. Where'd that ocean come from? Uh, the answer is, it's an infinite light in that package. It's an infinite light. Make many Talmidim. What do you do to make many Talmidim? The Rebbe has one mind. So what's the Ptachlis of having many Talmidim? The answer is, every Talmud is going to be thinking differently. But, 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 but I don't want everyone Tom, to think differently. The Rebbe only has one way of thinking. The answer is that even the Rebbe doesn't know what he has in his head. Even the Rebbe doesn't know. Even the Rebbe doesn't know the infinite light that's contained in his Seichel. So he needs many Talmidim to, to unpackage even what the Rebbe says. This is the simple... I mean, Talmidim, I learn more from my Talmidim than I do from my own Rebbe. Because the Talmidim says, oh, I, I didn't know that's what I meant. I guess that's what I meant. I, I, you know, that happens, I have to be like, you know, they could be, it's not a, you know, it's because I'm, I'm not explaining myself well, but, you know, people say like, you know, in that shir, you said this where I'm thinking to myself, I, <laughs> that's news to me, you know, I don't know. Okay, there's such a thing that the, 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 the light of the Rebbe, it's, it's in a small package relative to the Rebbe, you know, but it's an infinite light and you need many Talmidim to excavate more and more and more. This is the secret of Anshinga Sagdai. Let's go back. So this is all, so let's go back. This is the secret of the month of Av, which is the letter Tess. And we started with, what's the letter Tess? The letter Tess is a hint to the following idea, that the first light of creation, which was an infinite light, is hidden within the darkness of Golis. That's the secret of Tzimtzum, according to the Baal Shem Tov. That's the way to get out of Golis, is to realize that nothing's changed. Just like before creation, all there was was infinite light, it's the same thing now. And either was it Simsum. Yeah, but Simsum means Rabbi Shalom putting himself in a small package and playing stick course with us. That's, that's Simsum. And this itself is, well, understand, this is the Tsar of Golas, and this is the Nechama of Golas. This is what causes the, tsar, the Shekhinah to have Tsar, because there's nothing more painful 
than, than being put in a small space that, that, that you're bigger than it. Wearing clothes that don't fit is uncomfortable. Why is, why is, Gullis, why is Gullis painful for the Shechina? Because the Shechina is bigger than Gullis. But, the very, but that itself is the Nechama, because the very fact that it's being put in such a small space is, 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 is because, of, is because of, of a deep love for the Jewish people that's being expressed. So at the same time, when that father is playing stick horse with the son, it's the, it's the biggest bizoyan to the father, but it's the greatest moment in his day. I, how's the greatest moment in his day? It's so unbecoming. And then my father will say, taka unbecoming. It's taka But that's the best moment of my life. It's the best moment of the day, for I, because who I am is, being, is bubbling up right now in terms of being a father. And th- this is the secret, this is the weird, strange time that we're in right now, of Nechama during Avelis, of realizing that the secret of Avelis, the secret of, of Golas, is the same infinite light being constricted. And when it's being put in such a small package, it itself is the cause of pain, but itself is an expression of Hashem's deepest love. And when you're able to express the deepest love that you know, there's no greater joy than that. There's no greater joy than that. And the joy in that pain, the pain in that joy, that's the matzav of the Jewish people in Golas. No, that's what Rav was saying, that's just to end off, that's what Rav was saying, that, that as time goes on, the Jewish people, ironically, even though we're in Golis and things are dark and dark and dark and dark, but Bepnimi has been a Kudosh Ablev in the point of the Jewish heart, we're aware of this Ahava that the Rav Hashem has for us. And as time goes on and it gets darker and darker, and the room gets smaller and smaller, and still the Rav Hashem keeps on constricting himself into that room, it's only a deeper expression of how much he loves us and how much he cares for us. And, that, and with the added pain of every single day in Golis, there's an added joy in the expression of that love that Hashem has for us. Hashem should bless us, that we should be zakh to kash ourselves, that's the MS, to the way the Baal Shem and to learn the nimshal of the Mashal Kitzvari, to fill up those two years, and be zaycha all together to be able to come to the, the end of that vision of Yaakov Avinu, where Itaka saw the end of Golis, we should be zaycha to see with our own eyes, we should be zaycha to see with our own eyes, we should be zaycha to see with our own eyes,